This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. I hope you're doing okay. These are extraordinary times that we're in. I was half promising myself that I wouldn't talk about coronavirus, but you just can't ignore it. The whole world is being affected and infected, and we need to take that into account. So I think we need to be kind to ourselves first. Uh, so that we can look after ourselves and look after those around us that rely on us, and that includes the alpacas, but also for the neighbours, for family, friends, anybody that we can help, it's good to keep that in mind. But we need to be looking after ourselves first so that we're able to take care of other people. So I've been thinking about... um, what do we do? I mean, how? what do you do? You just got to go with it day by day and week by week, and we'll take whatever comes and we'll have to deal with it. And there are things that we can do. It's like the weather. It comes, you can take some protection measures. You can put a coat on, you can stay out of the weather to some extent, but ultimately the weather is doing what the weather is doing. So we will walk through this and we can do it better together. So find someone you can connect with and connect with them. Find ways of staying in touch, even though you can't physically be close to lots of people. You can be in touch with people. Do find ways of reaching out and staying connected. The alpacas, they they don't seem to know there's anything significant. I talked to the girls about it and they said, well, I don't really heard about it. So coronavirus doesn't really make any difference to the alpacas. But here we go. It makes a big difference to us. Well, today I was watching what was going on with the alpacas, and <laughs> it was another wet day. Oh, it's Wales. What do you expect? So I was watching and discovering that there are some of them, I don't know what it is, some of them have now kind of settled into a behavior where they're happily going to sit inside, but others, no, 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 they definitely, even if it's raining, they want to be outside and grazing. So they get out there in the rain and they're eating the grass and the grass is starting to move which is great it's starting to grow and i discovered i'll put the picture in the show notes i discovered today the first tree i'm sure there are others around but the first tree that i noticed that had leaves that were starting to open up on the top there the sun's obviously been doing its magic so we're moving into a new season in so many different ways but let's not talk about the coronavirus anymore so we're moving into a new season and the the girls are kind of enjoying that. The other day, we had a lovely day on uh, Monday, it was, beginning of the week. We had a lovely day, and it was really sunny and warm, and we had lots of alpacas out there sunbathing on the bank over the, the lake. Now, the interesting thing about this is that they were <laughs> they were not on their own. We've got some canadiggies that are in there coming, getting ready for spring and, and for pairing up. There's two pairs, actually, but there's one pair in particular over on the bank where the alpacas were. And, you know, they weren't just on the edge of the lake. They got out and they wandered up and they're right in the middle of all the alpacas. It's really funny. So there's about 20 of the girls that are all on the bank and the Canadiggies are there in the middle. 
And then I think they saw me, actually. But anyway, they decided they needed to get back on the water for protection. So they started to doing their slow waddle down the hill. And they walked past one of the alpacas that was cushed. And there was this kind of sideways glance that was, what are you doing? And the geese were watching the alpacas. The alpacas are watching the geese. Um, but they've kind of got an understanding with each other. It's really, it's very sweet, really. So they came down past them and got back on the lake. But they do like to be around the alpacas. They feel, the Canada geese, that is, the Canada geese feel more secure, I think. And the alpacas quite enjoy the bit of extra stimulation, these strange creatures wandering around. Um, so yeah, we've got two pairs that are oh, very noisy at the moment. They're honking at each other. Well, not honking at each other. Um, the other pair, one pair against the other, and they're kind of moving each other off and testing boundaries, etc. And then the, the the two who feel they've been successful come together and and, and talk to each other uh, and say, "Well, we weren't we good? We make a great team." So it's a lot of pairing and bonding stuff going on. And uh, the the girls, well, yeah, they're sort of looking. There's a few of them looking definitely more pregnant. And there's not due till June, but there's definitely starting to show some signs. And also behavior is also reinforced. And I know I mentioned this the other week, but it's definitely the stroppy nature. The hormones are doing their job. And some of them are getting really to be grumpy Gerties and uh, are struggling with having anybody too close to them. Or oh, that's my food. That's my bit of the hay. So, yeah, they're, they're kind of accommodating and, and working out how to navigate this bit of the of the year as we approach the the births later on so as i say we've been having some wet weather they've been having some fluffy days but they're back to being wet and gray and, and a bit well slightly miserable today uh, it's that kind of day but i think we've got some cold weather coming in i like i like the cold weather still need to have some cold weather for this winter we haven't quite finished and then we'll move through into we're getting some Primroses uh, are in in bloom as well now. They they appeared on the banks, uh, but the grass is definitely started. It's got a different colour green to it, uh, which is really nice to see. Some some of it's not grass, some of it is green. The banks are green, but it's all sphagnum moss. So I've been busying myself pulling some of that out, sort of uh, removing the dead stuff, making space for the grass to come through. And then the the hay. They're still enjoying the hay. And the dry fruit. Now, I haven't given them peace for a little while because we we finally managed to get to hold of some um, new supplies of peas, dried peas. These are flaked peas or uh, micronized peas. So they've been rolled and quick dried. So they're very easy to digest. They absorb moisture very quickly and reconstitute. Um, but they're easy to digest. And they are obviously very tasty. They're my girl's favorite little treat, dried peas. So... They've been having some in their food um, today, which for sort of recovering that, which they're so enjoying. They do like their peas. And that was nice. And they've been eating some hay as well, but because um, it was wet. The ones that stay in, they eat the hay. The ones that go out, they eat the grass. So there we are. The, the next phase then is going to be uh, checking them over again, body scores. And working out if there's anything that needs a bit of attention. There's a couple that had skin problems last year. We want to be on top of that before the weather warms up. And just looking, I'm just not sure whether I need to do um, a bit of clearing off some fleece, creating some space so we can see exactly what's going on. Certainly we do a bit of uh, early shearing for, for those two 
and one of the boys who got fly strike as well. We had a funny year fly strike. It was October and we got two of them affected with fly strike, which seemed very odd. And then uh, one of the boys, he, he got quite a major thing, and that was just before the shearing earlier in sort of May time. So again, he needs uh, keeping a, an eye on, and we'll check that he's going to be okay. But we just get a little bit of warmth, the flies will start coming in. And that's going to be something to, to be watching out for. The other thing is um, there's less around in terms of vegetation, so they're having to reach further in, and some of that picks up the dead bramble and uh, uh, just got to be careful for thorns and things. Most of the time the fleece is low enough, it's not too much of a challenge, but um, some of them, they do seem to get scratched, or occasionally they'll stand on a thorn or something, and then we'll end up with just minor things which could, with all the wet in the mud, could end up becoming infected. So keep an eye on the feet. And then um, around the eyes, I've noticed a few of them have got sort of a bit, a bit uh, not infected, but a bit, bit sort of gummy. There's a bit of stuff around the, the edge of the eyes, maybe some dust getting in. Some are more prone to that than the, than the others, but uh, that's worth a check. And we also keep an eye out for any sign of, of mites as well, because again, it's that time of year when they've got full fleece on, or almost full fleece, then it's easy for things to get hidden by the fleece. So there's a few things to just do the routine checkovers. Is this normal? doesn't take too long. You can run through all the, the girls, all the, 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 the group of them now, uh, quite quickly. Just check out what's going on. See if there's anything that stands out as unusual. There's a few of it. A few of those things we'll just then get put aside for monitoring. But occasionally you have to pick up on something that you find at the moment. And uh, yeah, so toenails are generally okay, uh, keeping an eye on those. Most of our ground is quite stony, so a lot of them, there's there's one girl who's got a slight twist on her toe on one of the feet, and it's it's definitely not touching the ground in, in the way it normally would. Therefore, her, her toenail doesn't get that side anyway, doesn't get worn away. So we have to keep an eye on that and just keep that trimmed down so she can walk as best she can with her foot on the ground. Um, so yeah, toenails just worth having a look at. Again, feet, they're going to be pretty sort of wet and muddy and between the toes. Uh, just check that on. Is anything untoward going on down there? But it is a nice phase when there's not too many flies around. They, they're not too uncomfortable and being pestered by flies or little midgy things. Or me, because I get that as well. So stocks of uh, fly repellent. Bear in mind that we're going to have to get those in hand before the warm weather comes. Let's quick run down through the kind of things I'm thinking about working through at the moment. Um, the other aspect is um, matings, thinking about pairings up for next year. Uh, obviously, they haven't delivered yet, but we're going to have some animals that are open, some that are had their careers and, and are ready for mating again. So that comes around quite quickly. It's useful to have done some thinking, working through what is it you're trying to build? What is he trying to go for next? And that's always a, a, <laughs> it's a combination of a challenge and a delight. It's useful to remember back through. We've got a, um, a name book and we actually put all the details in there as well. But we've got all the details on, on computer and we can go back and check the, the records and recognize this was a good mating. That was a good result. It's still not sure what you're going to get. It's still a bit of a lottery, but at least you can put it in the right kind of the right kind of mix and look for the right kind of things you're going to add to. Is it density? Is it fineness? What about 
the the general look of the animal and the um, how they are physically. Have they got good bone structure and and all that? So the conformation of the animal is important as well as the fleece. Um, the other thing we're going to be doing fairly soon, <laughs> partly because there's nothing else going on, uh, and all our visitors, we've had to say we can't have any more visitors for a while. Um, keep me well as well, as much as anything. And um, therefore, we've got an opportunity to do some more work with the fleece that we never quite get around to. So we'll aim to do some more processing of fleece. We do a lot more with uh, wet felting. Um, we've got a a machine which helps do that work, which is useful. But it's, yeah, it's finding the time to to really kind of we've got a, we've got stocks in hand ready we've got some ideas but we haven't had the capacity and the time particularly to give to developing those things so maybe that's something we can be doing keeping ourselves busy um so sue and i will work on that and we'll see what we can do and then hopefully this isn't going to be months and months and months just it's going to be a long time but uh and then we can get back to having customers come back, having clients come back, having people buying animals, visiting the animals. The thing to bear in mind, I think, what we're trying to work with at the moment, and maybe for you too, is to think about what is it, okay, I can't do the things that we normally do. So some things we have to stop doing. Okay. Some things we have to change the way we do them. Um, What can we do that's online? Hmm. So that needs a bit of thought. A lot of people doing that, but that needs a bit of thought. And it's difficult to make money doing that, but at least we can do the preparation, keep the connection with clients and customers and see if there's a way of building something so that when the the virus lifts, then we have a, a way to step forward. It's not clear at all, is it, what the future is going to be like. It's going to be different. Whatever happens, it will be different from how it was, I think, and we're going to be struggling for some time with the after effects of it. But uh, yeah, do the preparation, do the planning, <laughs> but do it flexibly because there is nothing very fixed around at the moment. So when you can, do go spend some time with your alpacas, uh, especially if it's sunny, and take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a good day.